Welcome to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. I am your host, James Marshall, and together with my world-class coaching team, we'll be discussing topics on natural style seduction, masculine and feminine dynamic, lifestyle design, sexuality, personal change, and so much more. Stay tuned for today's episode. Are you confused and overwhelmed by the modern dating landscape? I get you. I mean, we, on the one hand, we got OnlyFans girls who are, you know, just promoting their body on all the social media platforms. We got porn addiction. We got the black pill movement, the red pill movement, feminists. It's almost scary to be a man. Now, on the other hand, we got the um, hyper-masculine guys. We got the top Gs. We got people telling us to look like a Chad and work out every day and do MMA and do mewing and get a six-pack and have a white jaw. It is confusing. And how do we even meet women these days? Is it all happening online? Is it all happening on dating apps? Do we just swipe our way through to the next girlfriend? What happened to normal dating? What happened to just sitting down with a girl for a coffee, having a conversation and seeing how she's like. And if we like her, we see each other again. And if we not, we not and so on. What happened to the normal way of dating? And if you don't figure it out, what will happen? Will you end up alone or even worse? Will you end up in a toxic relationship with a wife that cheats on you or takes away your kids from you? My name is Alex Leon. I've been a dating coach for over eight years now, which means I've helped thousands of guys transform their dating life and ultimately get a girlfriend and be in a happy relationship. I've seen it over and over again. My typical client is very intelligent, more on the introverted side, struggles with dating for mostly one of two reasons. Either it's he's simply too shy to approach, he's too shy to putting himself out there. And the second problem is when he does land in a relationship, he often does with a toxic woman, a girl who controls him, a girl who sees him as a catch, traps him in a relationship, and sometimes even uses sex as a weapon. In this full guide on how to get a girlfriend, I will explain how to navigate the confusing and frustrating minefield of modern dating so you can get a chill girlfriend in real life. You will learn about quick fixes that you can do today, this week, to make yourself up to 30% more attractive immediately. You will learn how to improve your social confidence to meet girls offline. And you will learn how to build a strong online presence as well. Because let's face it, Instagram is your dating profile these days. Also, we're going to look at what women are looking for on how to market yourself. Should you act like a boy, a chad, a romantic guy, a successful businessman, like an artist and so on. And at the end of this video, I'm going to talk about the two key phases that most guys fuck up right when they enter a relationship that will 80 to 90% of the time lead to you losing her again. Part one, the quick fixes. First, let's start with hygiene because it's such an easy low-hanging fruit dental hygiene do you brush your teeth i hope most of you watching this are going to brush their teeth but do you floss every day are you aware when your breath smells bad you might be surprised now but 20 percent of students who come on workshops to work with me have bad breath and i'm telling them on day one and they're shocked they're like why did nobody tell me that it's incredible so fix your dental hygiene and get a cleaning a proper dental cleaning every six months next up are you trimmed you know, do you have good grooming up here, down there? Look up a guide if you don't know exactly what to do with your body hair. Very important as well. Let's fix your fashion. I will make a full guide on fashion as well. It's obviously a bigger topic. But the basic rules are don't wear any bright colors. Keep it low-key with, you know, color palettes. And try to choose some archetype. You can use Pinterest to get inspiration. Then start getting fit. 
Now, this is not really a quick fix. Obviously, getting in shape takes time. I made a full guide on how to get the body that women are attracted to. You can watch that video after this one. But start now. Start getting fit. Start taking your body and physique serious. And it's probably 80% diet for you and 20% workout. And finally, reconnect with your female friends. Set up a coffee date with one of your old female friends. Not to get laid, not to seduce her, not to flirt with her, but because you're probably lacking female energy in your life. And there's, again, low-hanging fruits with old friends who would love to see you again. Have a chat with them. can be great to talk to a girl that you're comfortable with before you go on a date that you may be a bit nervous about. Part two, get clear on who you want to date. Like with everything in life, if you want to achieve something, if you want to have success, you should set it as a goal. I had the best outcomes personally in my dating life, in my business life, when I didn't just set goals, when I set very specific goals, when I wrote it down, where, when I put numbers and deadlines on it. And it's the same for dating. Have you actually asked yourself, who do you want to date? How will the day-to-day look like with your girlfriend? Are you the kind of guy who, you know, loves going hiking? He loves being in nature. Do you read a lot and you need some, you know, intellectual counterpart that you can discuss ideas and insights with? Do you travel all the time and you need somebody who is more flexible, who maybe works remotely or doesn't have a job at all? These and other questions are important to answer before you put yourself out there and just, you know, trying to figure it out. Most guys just don't do that. Have you done that? Be honest. If you want to take this video serious and not just use it as an entertainment piece, pause it here, take a piece of paper or open an Apple note or whatever and write down 10 things that your future girlfriend needs to have. And that can be physical metrics, you know, tall, short, brunette, blonde, juicy, skinny, whatever. And write down 10 things that you should not have, that you really turned off by. So you can pause now. I would recommend you even if you have a mental idea, on paper is always better. Cross five out now. Cross out 50% of the things you wrote down that are not that important. Because the flip side of that is us as men, we often imagining this 10 out of 10 future girlfriend, right? This perfect woman that will date us and this will make our life perfect. And it's just not realistic. Even if that woman would exist, you probably don't have what it takes yet to attract her into your world and keep her in your world. So let's lower the bar a bit. I've seen this over and over with guys who have very limited amount of dating experience, imagining this top porn star princess hybrid future girlfriend and reject everything else. You lack sexual experience, so lower the bar and manifest a girl that is just cool to hang out with, that you can watch a movie with, that you know, you have fun with and yes, gives you some ideas here and there and you can chat with her about philosophy a bit, but don't expect this 10 out of 10 perfect woman in your current stage in life. A few examples, maybe you want to date an OnlyFans girl. Why not, right? They're usually sexually open. They're fun. Some of them are actually quite hardworking. Not all of them, but you know, if she makes a couple thousand a month, She's basically running her own online business. She needs to interact with clients. Maybe she has employees. And in general, it just gives you a new insight into a world that you're maybe not so familiar with. Maybe you're ashamed around this topic, which is interesting as well, right? Why are you so triggered by a girl who is using her body and her seductive tools to make money? Maybe you don't want to tell your parents, which is okay. Just don't tell them. Maybe 
on the flip side, you want to date a student, somebody who is, you know, really going deep in one topic and who is trying to be really smart and who's a bit more flexible or who still parties a lot because maybe you enjoy going out. Yeah, you want to have a girl who can go to the club with you, can go to bars with you, uh, who can do little weekend trips with you who is a bit more flexible with her time schedule maybe you want a career girl maybe you need a boss bitch right who who runs her own business or works in an office or in a law firm or whatever maybe that's really attractive to you obviously all of these have flip sides the career woman will be less flexible with traveling the only fans girl in general maybe not as intellectually challenging than some others also except to every like bright side there's a dark side and that's okay as i said we're not looking for a 10 out of 10 on every metric type of girl really important above all the like hobbies and interests and what music she likes to way above all the basic metrics which is like what movies she likes what music is she listening to what is she into what job does she have da 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 is her background culturally right there is a big difference in dating a colombian girl versus a russian girl or a Finnish girl versus an Australian girl. The culture, the background, the way they grew up, the way their brain basically got programmed over 20 plus years will have a huge impact on if you get along with her or not. Her values and her kind of mission in life, therefore, will define if you vibe, if you are on the same wavelengths in a relationship. This can be interesting and challenging right i was dating a russian girl for a long time and it was really interesting for me i'm from austria german speaking you know usually very long-term thinking always on a budget trying to save money trying to structure trying to be reasonable russian sexy russian model more wild more crazy more hey let's live in the moment challenged me to be strong to be stable all that stuff so it can be a really cool experience to date women from different cultures but keep in mind it also can lead to a lot of friction in a relationship and you have to be ready for that if you're enjoying today's episode and you'd like to find out more about the services and information that the natural lifestyles provide then check out our show notes where you'll see links to all of our other resources including our youtube channel tiktok and most importantly our workshop schedule tnl team is constantly on the road traveling the planet and teaching the world's most high-end bespoke and personalized coaching workshops for men teaching you how to date women in everyday situations without the use of cheesy lines or those goddamn apps. Check it out. And now back to the episode. Part three, your dating funnels. Now let's go a little bit into the marketing world. Let's say you want to sell a product. Well, let's say the product is great. In this case, you are the product and you are great. I trust you. You need funnels. You need to get attention. You need to put your product out there. Same in the dating world. There's different ways of meeting women. So let's go through it each one by one and see the benefits and the disadvantages of each. Very common these days, Tinder slash other dating apps, Bumble, Hinge, and so on. My opinion here is, can it work? Yes. But is it my number one choice? Absolutely not. The reality is these are businesses. They want to make money. They will reward you for spending a lot of money. And they, first of all, make it very comfortable for you to use them, which means you don't really have an edge. Every dude can install tinder on his phone every girl will just swipe there and will just get validation only on her looks so we have this weird mismatch now where all the guys are competing for a bunch of girls because the reality is you're outnumbered as soon as you make an account either by the fact of four up to ten depending on the country there's just way more guys on tinder than girls also those few girls that are on there 
they have incredibly high standards, right? Because all the girls are like chasing them. The reality is if you're not a one or 2% guy looks wise, you can have a degree, you can be really smart, you can be really ambitious, you can even be rich. If you don't look good on Tinder, if you don't know exactly what you're doing visually, you will have a bad time. The way you can hack it a bit is be exotic. So, you know, maybe a Westerner in a South American country or vice versa and so on. So then you're basically doing niche marketing. You can connect it with your Instagram. We're going to talk about that later. You can have a really solid profile on Instagram that communicates a lot of status. And you can mass market it, right? You can outsource the texting. You can use bots here and there. I have no experience with that, but you can just swipe a lot. But we don't want to play that game. We don't just want to throw a wide net and hope that some fish gets entangled into it. That's not a way of dating and finding high-value women. Let's look more in the real world. I hear a lot of people say you should meet girls at the gym because that's where you work out and that's where you, you know, have interaction with her. I think that's really terrible advice. You should not approach girls at the gym. Doesn't mean you shouldn't talk to them. Doesn't mean you should be antisocial. You know, you can be a normal guy. But I don't think it's a place to seduce. I don't think it's a place where you can ask girls out, which inherently has some pressure in it, right? Like when I talk about flirting and seduction and holding eye contact and asking a girl out, that is pressure. You're putting pressure on a girl. At the gym, she doesn't want to feel that pressure. She's there to work out. Don't shit where you eat. There is the open streets. There's bars. There's clubs. There's all these other areas where you can talk to girls. Why are guys so fixated on the gym? I know why. Because some guys give that advice. But it's mostly guys who are either insanely jacked, chat, and have spent three years at the gym already. They know everyone. They have huge social status. They got their buddies fist bumping them all the time. They got the status. They're big. Or they even work there. They have it as a side job, right? They they work for two hours there uh, at the cash register and then they work out. That gives them so much other attributes than just, oh, I met her at the gym. Don't take advice like that so be careful at the gym same goes for yoga class same goes for at your campus everywhere where there's like the same people over and over and you could easily ruin your reputation by one or two bad approaches just don't do it just be a normal friendly guy the other common one is nightclubs there's different types of clubs and bars if it's like a nice cocktail a wine bar or, you know, a tourist ruin bar in Budapest, or just something more chill, like a lounge kind of vibe. Cool, right? Can be a great place, especially if it's a city where uh, there's a lot of tourists, you will meet many different nationalities and people coming together and they're all quite social. Yes, this can be a great place to meet ladies. Now, when we talk about the more higher class clubs, you wait in line for an hour to get in, you pay a lot to get in, you need a table, the dance floor is cramped, there's clearly a hierarchy there, right? There you get three colors of different bands, uh, the VIP one, the platinum one, the table launch area one. You're now putting yourself just on the lower level of a pyramid that you're not really a part of. You're just not at that level yet. Yes, club can be a cool way to meet sexy women if you're on the top of the pyramid. And that's the problem. To be at the top of the pyramid, you have to spend a lot, right? We talked about Tinder as a business. Well, guess what? Clubs are a business as well. There's an owner, he wants to make money and it's perfectly designed. I've been talking to a lot of club owners. I can go into depth in another video, but they're very smart about how to make people buy drinks, 
how to make people book tables, how to, you know, basically explode the bill, get that champagne. It's totally perfected with temperature and music and how the club is designed. You don't want to play that game. There is better venues to meet the same ladies in a not so status-driven, stressful environment. Also, on a personal note, me, myself, I never felt really comfortable in clubs. I did it to improve my approaching skills and, you know, kind of as a shock therapy. I forced myself to go out a bunch of times and approach girls, but it was never like my natural habitat. So if you want to see it as a phase in your life where you challenge yourself, kind of like doing cold plunge, right? Stuff like that. Sure, try it, do it. It will build your ego or destroy your ego and build your abilities. But don't think, oh, everybody goes to the club, this is where people meet, and if I don't know how to do club game, then I will never get a girlfriend. Don't stress. I'm totally fine without it, and if I never enter a club again in my life, I'm okay. The alternative to nightclubs is house parties, events with friends. They can be during the night, can be during the day, can be you know, playing guitar at a park, can be coming together at the river, drinking some beers can be creating a house party, maybe you organizing one yourself or combining a cooking event and then people chill or a movie night or a photography night, whatever. This can be a great way to meet other people. It does require you though to have a funnel before, right? You need to meet those people somehow, either on the street, on Tinder and so on. So we'll talk about that in a bit. It can be dangerous as well if you use it instantly to get laid. Usually, in my experience, on house parties and events, the same people kind of come together again, if it's not a huge like Halloween party or something like that. So the same principle goes like you're in the gym. You're not there to find the girl and instantly approach her and pick her up. House party is a great place where you bring girls that you already know, maybe you almost had a thing with and show that you're social, show that you have other friends, make them a bit jealous maybe, right? If a hotter girls, this can be a great strategy. So don't think you go to the house party to get laid. You do create the house party to build attraction over a longer period of time and make it easier to then date a girl out of that later. The next way to meet women is approaching them, cold approach, talking to them on the street during day. For me, this is the big one. This is vital. Not just to meet women, but to build yourself as a man, to overcome your shyness, to overcome your social anxiety, to go for it, to, you know, set a goal and get it. It's an incredibly powerful skill to acquire. It will teach you so much about yourself. It's almost, you know, even though you're out there on the street, it's almost a meditation at the same time. It will help you with, I mentioned that, putting pressure on girls, holding eye contact, being stable, you know, being seeming confident at the beginning and then obviously through the process becoming more confident. In general, understanding women better. There's a lot of dynamics that happen when boy meets girl, so to say. You know, she's a bit shy or she's a bit nervous or she's a bit suspicious and and you as the actor or the guy who approaches her, you need to be able to navigate through all of these awkward, cringe moments and still build a relationship, build a connection. Because at the end of the day, I've seen that over thousands of approaches. Remember, I've approached more than 3,000 girls in my life and I've listened to another few thousand of my students. Girls want to meet guys. I've proven that over and over again in different countries, during different times of the day, in different years. And different types of girls with different openers. The end result is always girls want to meet guys. So it's about you having the abilities to do it and you kind of sitting through 
the initial cringe that is also just part of an approach and part of meeting strangers. If you're a total beginner, you can download my guides down below where I explain how I approach and why I say the things I say. And you can practice with people who work in stores who are basically paid to be friendly. You know, you can have a three-minute conversation with a woman who works in a clothing shop or give a compliment to a barista who stands there anyway and gives you your coffee. This is just crucial. And in my opinion, if you want to be serious about being a high-value man and getting a girlfriend or trying out different dynamics of relationships, you have to learn how to cold approach. Can you get a girlfriend without cold approach? Of course, right? People figured it out in the past. Not everybody does it but you will just be severely limited. Like, just think about it. We talk about funnels here. We've talked about ways of meeting women and all of the other ways are very passive. On Tinder, you wait for the algorithm and somebody to match you. In the club, you hope that the right girl is at the right dance floor at the right time in that night. Even at house parties, you don't want to be too cringe. At the gym, I told you don't approach. It's just not a good way. What else is there? This is the only way where you take action, where you are active. So if you don't use this incredible opportunity of cold approach, now you're going to be more needy. You're going to be more desperate. When you do find a girl once in a while, you're going to cling on to her and she's going to feel that and she's going to be turned off by that. Maybe even others, you know, the rumor kind of spreads that you're really desperate in that sense. So cold approach is amazing because you can take action and it's anonymous at the same time. If you do 20 approaches and all of them are cringe, it doesn't matter. You're in a big city. You just approach the next girl. Nobody knows each other. So it's a huge advantage. On the flip side of that, if she notices throughout the relationship that you can't approach strangers, you are a bit shy, you couldn't just walk up to someone and get something, she's gonna lose respect, right, over time. She might think it's a bit cute at the beginning, but at the end of the day, she needs a man who can handle stuff, who can fix stuff, who is problem-solving oriented. And cold approach is a way of solving a problem, the problem of, I don't have enough girls in my life. And she will lose trust. She needs a man she can trust. She needs a man who does solve problems and she will get turned off and move on eventually. Thank you for listening to the Natural Lifestyles podcast. If you enjoyed our content and you'd like some more, then you can check out our YouTube channel, which is just The Natural Lifestyles. And if you want to find out about our live coaching and online coaching services, including our incredible live dating workshops, sexuality workshops, then you should check out our website, thenaturallifestyles.com. Thanks once again, and we'll see you in the next episode. Peace.